you are listening to Holy Human. On this podcast, we take the weird, the difficult, and even the controversial, and we actually talk about it. In society, there is a stigma that all arguing is wrong. However, on this show, we kick that to the curb. The hard conversations start here. Are you ready? and welcome back to Holy Human. Today I have a guest who has been on our show before and also a new guest and so I'm going to let them introduce themselves. So who are you? Hi, I'm Erin. I'm Hi, a terrible Aaron. person. Erin is not a terrible person. We have met Erin before. So Erin, what's like one thing about yourself? Um, I'm here. That is really it's, very, it's actually deep but not at the same time I like and it's like, I, I understand that. Like, I see where you're coming from. So thank you for that. And who are you? You are new. Uh, I'm Seth. Um, wait a minute, you know me. I know you, okay. but they don't know you. Um, I'm Seth. I uh, uh, have Tourette's and I play guitar. And um, that's about all I can think of off the top of my head. Cool. I have a lot of, I'm very opinionated and not yes. afraid to talk about it. Yes, uh, me and Seth have had some really good, valuable, discussion. di- valuable yeah. discussions yeah and we actually get along and that's a beautiful thing and that's something I look for for my guests in my podcast <laughs> to see how they get along with me and how <laughs> we talk about things and so these two people have been very nice when we talk about things so that is why they are here and today we are going to be talking about honesty because in our society honesty is a thing that's talked about a lot you know you hear honesty is the best policy but is it and that's what we're kind of going to be talking about. And so question one is, is honesty really the best policy in your opinion? What do you think? Um, do you want to be literal or just in general or? Whatever. When I ask that question, like, what is your immediate response to it? No. I no. mean, it depends because um, there's, there's such thing as called tact, okay? Mm-hmm. And with tact, um, you don't have to lie to the person. You know, it's not even being dishonest. It's It's... Being honest, but not in a blunt, like Sherlock Holmes, well, you're, you know, this way. Right. And nobody likes you because of that. You know, th- that's just choosing to put it in a blunt way. I'm not saying sugarcoated. I'm not a fan of sugarcoating because it's, it's just, because I, I, I'm, I'm, at the same time, if you don't mind me elaborating a little bit, I'm, mm-hmm. nope, I'm, a, I'm a big believer in facts, don't care about your feelings. <laughs> but at the same time, I think there's such thing as tact, and I think that you can still be polite about it. And have, for example, if, um, so, my, for example, my step, my mom got a new piano. My stepdad was mad about it for some reason or something, and she, she said, "What do you think about it?" And he said, "I don't like the color." Well, that'd be the opposite of tact. What you could say is, um, "She said, do you like the piano?" He doesn't like the piano, but he doesn't have to put it like that. Instead, he could say, um, "Well, I admire that it has some antiqueness to it, or mm. something," and you just kind of. Dodge it a bit, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Not, yeah. I don't know. Definitely. And one more, th- and one more thing, like to be quite literal and make tape, maybe make it a little bit of extreme. This is, can I tell you a quick story, real quick? So sure. basically, my grandpa and my grandpa was telling me about how a family friend or a family friend ancestor, or a family friend in World War II, basically, um, they were hiding some Jews in their house, mm-hmm. like five. And this was before they the concentration camps opened, but it was still like they were being arrested and stuff mm-hmm. in the streets, and they were. They had very Christian values. They, and this one lady was very impressionable. There was three. There was three women. Or there was a family of three that lived in the house, and then the harbor. They were harboring about five Jews, and 
the one lady was very impressionable, and the Gestapo say, "Are you? Do you have any Jews in this house?" And she's like, "Oh yeah, and the and the over, over there on the thing. Would you would you like to meet them? They're very nice people, or something like that." And and then they, they're like, and then they arrested him. They luckily let those people go because they figured, you know, they were just stupid or something. Mm -hmm. And then they, they were like, "You can't say that." And they're like, "But I was supposed to. Found, God wants me to be honest." And like, so that's not a religion problem. That's just like, yeah. In some cases, you have to maybe break tradition and lie a little bit if you want to protect innocent lives, is what I'm saying. So, All right. go ahead. All right, and um, what about you, Erin? What do you think? Uh, personally, I do think it's a very good policy, but when it comes to, like, being professional or, like, not wanting to hurt someone's feelings, it is able, like, you can lie in some cases, but it just depends. Mm -hmm. I agree, because there are there are some times, and, like, the, the biggest thing that's talked about the most is if someone goes up to you and they're like, do I look fat in this? You know, it's kind of looked upon as rude if you say, yes, you do look fat in this. But I also know that there are some people who are who want people to be very blunt with them. So, like, where do you lie on that spectrum? Are you one of those people who like white lies? Like, if I ask, hey, do I look good in this? Like, would you, if you were me, want to be told the truth? Or would you want kind of a nicer approach to it? I want the truth so I could modify my outfit to something that actually did suit me, I guess. So you are one of those people who kind of likes that blunt. Okay. Cool. I'd rather really be blunt. Really? See, and that that's great. I'm one of those people, though, that, like, um, I remember in elementary school and middle school, you know, when someone would say you have a booger in your nose, I would be one of those kids who was, like, mad, who, like, didn't want people to tell them that. I would get so embarrassed and frustrated. And so I do have some of that when it comes to me. Like, I kind of want to be told, yeah, you look great, even when I don't. Um, and so that's kind of how it works for me personally. Um, but Fuck. another example, Fuck. another yeah. example is, um, you know, with American Idol. Have you guys seen American Idol? Yeah, that show's just, I'm sorry, it's a bit. Uh... I love American Idol, okay. I was raised on that show, but you know. I think there's some cool acts on there, but. Yeah. I think that. The directors are blunt just because it's mindless reality TV and I mean, yeah, the you're directors right. are blunt just for to give a better show. You're you know? right. But um and me. But you know, whenever I see some of those well, more importantly, whenever my family sees some of those people who really just aren't good at singing and they're on there and they're like, Why didn't their family tell them that they were awful? Would you be one of those people who like let's say your child um, wanted to be a singing sensation and they just couldn't and they grew up and they couldn't would you be one of those people to tell them hey this isn't for you what do you think and there's no wrong answer I think if they really enjoy it then there's no problem even if they're bad at it if they really enjoy it I think they should keep doing it but I, but I think I would let them know you know hey if you want to do this professionally you might you know just need, need a little more training up so you would almost push more for like, hey, you should get help with this versus, hey, this is not for you. Stop. Yeah, I'd be like, hey, you, you, I, I think you, I might actually say to my kid, like, you know, honey, you might be bad at this, like, professionally. Uh, I mean, you might be, might not be for you professionally, but you know, recreationally, if you really enjoy doing this, I would mm -hmm. do it. You know. Yeah. What about you, Erin? Uh, I would push for more, um, like. I'm not. Sorry. No, no, no that's my trend. Um, 
I know. For me, it's kind of like I'm split. Like, I know that I wouldn't tell my kid that. You know, I know that I um, that I wouldn't be able to kind of say that you suck at something. But in a way, I almost feel like it's more humane to do that. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's almost more like kind. But I guess I'll ask that too. Like, do you think it's more kind of a person to be like, hey, you're not good at this versus hey, you should, you're great at this. And then they go into a career or try for a career that isn't for them. If they're passionate about it, you should probably like compliment on them on a few things, but like try to critique some things as well because people always don't, they don't want to be told you're good at this. Mm -hmm. They want to be told some sort of criticism so that they can better themselves, even if it's like, even if it seems kind of rude. Yeah. Because like, no, I totally get it because, um, yeah, I understand that. I don't know. It's just like for me, I I almost see both sides, which is really weird because I'm a really, I like to think that I'm a nice person. And so it's hard for me to be like, yeah, you should do this. Like you're great at it when they're those really not good at it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, and so, so you're kind of torn, you're saying? Kind of. Kind of, because it, it makes sense logistically. You know, it makes sense logistically why people um, why people tell the truth. Yeah. Like, in that way, do you think that people who really do bluntly say, like, hey, you're not good at this, you can't do this for a career, do you think it's rude to do that, in your opinion? That's a really tough question. Yeah, it is. What do you fucking think? What would you say? <laughs> It depends. Okay. Walk me through it. Um. <laughs> you know, cause like, for me, I, I get it, but it still feels mean to me. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, like I understand why they do it. Cause I, you know, going into a career that like, you just like, someone's not good at. Sets you up for failure. Yeah, it sets them up for failure. Like, do you think that's mean to do? I mean, I wouldn't say it sets them up for failure. It's more so like... We'll have to... Go <laughs> No, you're good. Um, Whatever. Maybe they'll have if to they're like... really passionate about it, they can get better. It's just the fact that they need to try harder. <sighs> okay. No, and that actually brings up an excellent point. Do you think that people who um, aren't good at something like, do you think that with trying harder, people become better at things? Do you think if you have a passion for something, you can be good at it, in your opinion? Anyone can get better at anything. Just takes time. Really? Okay. What do you think, Zach? Do you think if you have a passion for something, like, you can become good at it, whether you're talented at it at first or not? I think... Mind over matter determination plays a lot into that, but I think maybe it's possible to, you know, because a lot of your psychology, everything is like nature, or I'm sorry, nurture over nature. Mm -hmm. Most of it actually is, but like, yeah. I also think, ah, I also think at the same time, mm -hmm. I also think at the, at the same time that uh, it sometimes people are just not capable of doing something. Mm -hmm. And I don't mean physical, physically, I mean, because like, you know, 
a quadriplegic is yeah. like is never going to be an Olympic runner, you know. Sure. But like, um, I'm sorry. Um, no, but sorry. like, basically, sometimes your brain makeup, it's possible that your brain makeup maybe just isn't inclined to do certain things. I think like, you can yes, you can learn anything. Like what Aaron said, you can learn anything. But like, some people might like have come trumpet learning the trumpet might come really easy to them mm -hmm. and other people they can they can get to that point but it's going to take a lot more time and effort yeah i see what you're saying and so my next question would be what do you think is a bigger issue like people not wanting others to be honest with them so kind of like me with the whole like i don't want people to tell me i have a booger in my nose or um us not wanting to be like blunt and honest with other people what do you think is like the bigger issue here who do you think's more at fault for us not being honest with each other? For what do you mean between between what between who? So like, I'm gonna give you two people, and you're gonna tell me who you think is more um, the issue with people not being honest. So like, there are some people like me who don't really want others to be brutally honest with them, right? Right. And then there are other people, also like me, who don't want to be brutally honest with people, who do you think is like more at fault for the reason why? Well, it seems like are. what you just said is there's people like you who don't want people to be honest with you, mm -hmm. and there's people that don't want people to be honest with them. It sounds like you just said the same thing. No, I'm saying that like, so let's say Aaron, I'm gonna use you two as an example. Uh -huh. So let's say Aaron doesn't want people to be honest with her. You know, like doesn't wanna be told that she has a booger in her nose or whatever. And then, fit. and then you, um, what if like you really just can't bring yourself to be brutally honest with her? Who do you think is like um, a bigger issue? You not wanting to like give your honesty or her not, wa not being able to take your honesty? Not being able to take the honesty. Really? Yeah. So how many people do you think don't, can't take honesty like that? Uh... That was a tick, sorry. Um, yeah, uh, well, no. Uh, um, well, I think that, you said, like, how many people, like... Yeah, like, do you think a, a lot of people just can't take criticism? <laughs> um, yes. Yeah? Not all people, but I think a lot of people can't take criticism. And I think that, like, that in a way that's choosing to be closed-minded to the fact that... Because, like, yes, you know, you're not being able to... It can be a problem if you're not willing to be honest with someone... But like at the same time, there's so so like I have two people, right? Person A is not willing to be honest. Person B is not willing to hear honesty. There's also person C, D, E, F, and G that would be willing to be honest to that person, but they're not willing to listen. Oh, I see what you're saying. I definitely. So see there's that. all kinds of people that would be honest with you, but if you're not, if you're closing your mind to all that, that's uh -huh. your problem. I mean, that's your, that's you choosing to be closed-minded. Yeah. What do you think, Aaron? Do you think? I think it would be the person who is not willing to hear the honesty, simply yeah. because I think that's the reason why we're afraid to say honest things. Because if they reject it and then they start to get scared of it, it's not like you can mm -hmm. go up to them and be like, "Yeah, they're not going to want to hear that." They're going <laughs> to. And I also feel like people like me who like are sometimes it's harder for us to be brutally honest. I think that is because we do have that fear of people not taking it correctly. Mm -hmm. You know, and I also feel like some people, <laughs> they just think that that's really, like, mean 
to do. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And it's not technically, and I think that's what we've kind of talked about before. Like, it's not technically mean to be brutal. I mean, brutal to a point. Like, my little sister, like, is always like, I'll be like, Elizabeth, you're really not doing a good job washing the dishes. You're leaving food everywhere. Or, Elizabeth, you're being lazy. Or, like, I'll be, I'll be honest with her because she needs to hear mm-hmm. that. Or, oh, I mentioned her name. Crap. But anyway. That's okay. Uh, but I'll, I'll be like, Elizabeth, like, and I try not to be too hard on her. We're not very close at all. But, like, mm-hmm. or I'll be like, um, I'll just be honest with her about something that she's doing when I believe she's at fault. And she'll be like, and if it's something that, like, she'll be like, well, that's rude. And I'm like, it's, I'm telling you what you're doing. I don't really care like mm-hmm. if that if you're, if you're offended by that and she's like that's also rude and I'm just like and you're more and she, of and I was a like, facts person anyway yeah. as well correct? and she's yeah and I, and I do care about how people feel you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying I, I just not as much but like what I know this sounds mean but like and I'll be like well Elizabeth do you want the truth and she's like well not if it's rude like what's literally uh, yeah. and I'm just like have a, have a problem with that cause yeah yeah she's 11 but still you know yeah that's what does that say about her as an adult right yeah, I don't know. It's hard to figure out um, whether to be honest completely or not to someone. So, like, for you, when do you think you should be completely honest with somebody? Like, when do you think you should really kind of be brutal and when you should be like, yeah, you're doing great, sweetie? And Well, you know. I think it's, like, a thing of pride. Like, whether they can actually handle... If someone is self-deprecating already, you don't want to be like, you're a terrible person. Right, right. But yeah. if but if they're overcomp- like overconfident, they're like arrogant, they're like, yeah, I can do that. Remember that time? Mm-hmm. No. Then you're going to... Be a little more critical of how that how it actually occurred. Like, mm-hmm. of like They're like, you know, I was... Uh, I remember that time. Everybody was cheering and the love. I was like, and, I, and you're the type of guy that would be like, because you're so tired of them being full of himself. No one was cheering, buddy. You're 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 pretty delusional, yeah. or something like that. Yeah. They're cheering for the other team. <laughs> <laughs> They're cheering for the other team. Good one, yeah. Yeah, I definitely. So, do you think honesty is a big issue in our society right now, or do you think we're doing a pretty good job at it? Well, I think in personal relationships, it is a big issue mm-hmm. because, like, if you can't completely tell someone the truth, then how deep is the relationship? Ooh, that's a good point. It's a really good point. So when you say the truth, <laughs> what do you mean? Do you mean absolutely, like, the truth, Everything. even if it hurts even them? Even if it hurts them. Hmm. Because then they're not able to take you. Uh, like, they're in, if you're not able to be honest with someone to that degree, then what does it say about your relationship? It's like that's they true. can't. I think that's true. Yeah, no, I get you. Um, what about our relationships in just like friendships and stuff, do you also think it's a big issue with the with that well, as well? Well, the only person I like, the people that I consider friends are people that I am able to be brutally honest with. Okay, I get you. Because I know they won't be like, they won't take it offensively. They they know that I'm that way. Way. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. If you have that deep relationship, you're able to say those types of things that won't hurt the other person. You won't be too scared to not say too much or too little. Right. right. Do you think that people um, that people almost have a mentality with it, like a personality, if you will? Like some people have like a personality like you do where they are brutally honest a lot of the time. And do you think some people have the personality more like me where they're like, 
kind of go around the bush like maybe tact. too many times. Like tact. Sure. Too much tact. Sure, yeah. Because I definitely think I have too much tact in my life. I'm, well, I go around the bush. Well, you kind of have to have an amount of tact because if not, you're not going to like, it's not like you're going to get very far when you're like putting everyone down because I feel like over time, yeah, how you become successful is an amount of lie. Okay. So how, so we kind of addressed that being honest is really important. I'm so, not saying that everyone lies. No, yeah. not everyone lies. But I think what you're saying is like, um, if you want to be successful in the business world, uh, politicians or anybody, right. like That's if you want to be successful, you don't have to go out and lie and hurt someone. Like go out actively do it, but you're gonna ha you're gonna end up stepping on some have to end up stepping on somebody to somebody's toes to get where you are. Is, is that what you're saying? Mm -hmm. To some degree, yes. I think there's also a difference between being a fake person and using tact, because like. I know for me, I don't like to think I'm a fake person, although, I mean, I think everyone can be fake. You know what I'm saying? Yes. But, um, but I think I use a lot of tact in my life, and I, I don't know. I don't necessarily know if it's a right or wrong thing. I think there might be a balance that needs to take place. Um, but that's just me because I know that... Like, if someone asked me if they looked fat in something, like, I know that I'm not going to be one to tell them that they do, even if they do. You know what I'm yeah. saying? And maybe that's a fault, and I'm definitely not saying that I'm it's not. Of, I'm the kind of person that avoids those kind of people anyway. Like, oh. if they're looking for opinions, they should go to someone that, like, I immediately, when I walked with I've told many people multiple times on, like, when I first meet someone, I'm like, I'm brutally honest. I'm sorry, but... <laughs> If you're gonna come to me and want an opinion, you probably should not come to me right. if you're looking for a lie. Right. Um, yeah, I'm just one of those you people have to be real who to some Yeah, I just I think there's a balance though too, but maybe that's because I'm too nice. Because sometimes I mean I do think people can be too nice, and I think sometimes I use too much tact, and that prohibits me from like, you know what, like from really like helping people. Because some people ask for criticism and stuff. And then when I give them too much, I almost feel like I'm like criticizing too much. And yeah, that's that's like, not true. Give them a little bit of what they need to hear, but not right. All of it. But like when I'm in those positions where I'm like with an essay, for example, in English class, I'll like write a lot of critiques and I almost like kind of low-key feel bad about it. And I'm like I shouldn't feel bad about it cuz I'm trying to help them. So I do think there is a balance. And I don't think there's just a balance, not just a balance in how much you use each thing, but also a balance in the whole situation. Like, so what I'm saying is like, when you're talking, sorry, when you're talking, when you're talking to someone and like, they're like, they're like criticizing themselves or deprecating themselves and, uh, sorry, um, and uh, they, uh, just, um, yeah, but if, if they're like already putting themselves down, you want to like be honest with them. Yeah, this is a problem. Mm -hmm. What you're deprecating yourself about, but you can only you can change that. You can you can get yourself out of it. Like I believe you know you also need to raise them back. You need to like c affirm that the re a lot of times the reason that they're down is yes, that's a problem, and it's not good. But then bring them back up again. But you can change that. You know and, you know what I'm saying. So you're kind of saying lead almost with optimism instead of just a doom like you suck. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. Like one of my old teacher's aides, his son was like a real accomplished school athlete and like I was kind of jealous because I felt like I just 
almost kind of worthless, you know? Sure, yeah. And, like, and I'm just like, well, is there anything your son can't do? And he just, the guy replied with the perfect answer, like, to, like, not only reassure me, but also make me think. And, and I said, is there anything he can't do? And I said, and he's like, he can't be Seth Pressler. Ooh. And, Oof. Yeah. And I was like, oh. I mean, that's true. I was like, I need to stop comparing myself to, like, it's like not comparing the same thing. Mm-hmm. I need to stop comparing myself to people who are different people than I am. So that's it for today's episode. I really hope you enjoyed listening to it. This is the time in the podcast where I let my guests plug something that they're working on because we're all working on something. So Seth, what are you working on right now? Um, I'm working on uh, BTG Gaming. There's a lot of BTG Gaming out there. I'm eventually going to change the title Cool. because I found that out the hard way. But uh, it's BTG Gaming. Uh, if you scroll down the list of BTG Gamings a little bit on YouTube, once mm-hmm. you search channels, it should be the one that, uh, and a little subheading says Seth Pressler. It has a little um, picture of me. Well, I guess that's not helpful because they don't know. <laughs> but well, like, but yeah, I'll, it's I'll BTG. Plug it. it stands for Benevolent Tourette's Gamer, um, and nice. I'll be reacting to just old video games. Uh, the good, the bad, and the ugly ones. Yes, and that link will actually be posted in the show notes. So after you're done listening to the episode, you can click on it and find Seth and his videos. And what about you? What are you working on right now? Uh, my LinkedIn is Aaron Bueller, but I am starting a podcast. I'm not yes. entirely sure what it's called yet. We're super excited about you know that. What Aaron Bueller's Day Off. <gasps> That's <Congrats>. actually brilliant. <laughs> we'll talk later. That's actually brilliant. But um, I will be plugging her LinkedIn down below. So if you want to know when that podcast comes out, follow her on LinkedIn because that's where it will be and that's where it will be um, promoted. And if you have anything to talk to me about, about this show or about being a guest on the show or topics or questions and concerns or whatever, you can email me at elissamaudlininquiries at gmail.com. And if you want to just connect with me, you can connect with me on LinkedIn, Elissa Maudlin. And I really hope you tune in for our next episode coming out soon. Thank you so much for listening.